Hi, and welcome to Cup of Three, a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. My name is Agu, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Mabel and Ashley. This season, we're all about Married at First Sight, season 10. All right, enough talk. Let's get to it. Starting off with Mindy and Zach, um, this couple, my stock in them is looking really bad. It's looking really, really <laughs> bad. I Have you decided to file for bankruptcy yet? <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> it's not looking good though. I'm looking for like bailouts. I'm looking for all types of, you know, if anyone wants to throw in some donations to my Zach and Mindy fund. Um, so <laughs> this episode, it's been a lot of, uh, well, before I go into it, what are your initial thoughts uh, on uh, Zach and Mindy, these two episodes, um, Ashley? Well, first of all, I was so excited to see that he actually went skating with her because I have wanted that moment for so long where I'm like, okay, you you feel this uh, supposed like lack of attraction for this lady. See her in her element. See how she is a graceful swan on the ice. And she can <laughs> do all these beautiful things. Like it, she's just like, so graceful i was just blown away because i also love figure skating but that's beside this point but like i was so Don't curious i heard that fine <laughs> um so like i was excited to see that because i was so curious how he would handle being in that situation where like he's this fitness bro like his his muscles serve him a little bit in this situation but like it's really more about grace and balance and so like seeing how he would handle that where someone else would be maybe a little bit more skillful, <laughs> maybe a lot of it. Um, so I, I felt like that moment was really good for them. So like, the, I'm just going to focus on that part just for now, because that was like <laughs> a really positive moment for them. And I felt like that was like kind of what they should have been doing all along. They were frustrating me so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. that. So yeah. first of all, just here. Oh, okay, actually, I got a first give another, you know, shout out to Mindy because she is the person every one of us needs to learn from in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She is true. Right, true. Right, snap. Exactly. <laughs> so this is exactly, you know, how each, you know, one of us can learn. And she just does such a great job of keeping her head on straight and thinking of herself in the term in terms of, you know, how can I continue to help make this better? <laughs> Regardless of what, you know, dude over here is doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Zach, I don't even know what he was talking about with this whole secret thing. He just like acted a, oh, like trying try, like almost like, it's not like a trailer in my head. Like, well, I'm not going to tell you how the movie ends, but I'm just going to keep wiping it up and really get you excited about this. And hopefully you like it, but wait, the movie actually sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Uh-huh. Like if you couldn't just tell us what this big secret was it clearly isn't that bad if you're yeah. just trying to amp it up. And what's the um, point of bringing it up if you can't even say what it is? If it's something that's apparently so personal and private that he can't say it on screen, then what is the point of that? Like that was the most confusing conversation to follow because he just wouldn't spit it out. 
he refused to, but he brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I have like three main points with them that I really wanted to talk about. The first one was that secret. Like you're saying, I could not stand the think back to everything you've done. You are dishonest with me. What? What does that even just tell me? <laughs> tell me what it is. What is the problem? Like I just, I don't understand what in the world. And then he tries to make it sound as if I'm being nice to you, but not saying this on camera. Right. Okay. But, then yeah. Yeah. Address it, it later. <laughs> and it's also manipulative. Like the way, and again, like all of the props to Mindy throughout this whole process, but especially in the parts that we're seeing right now, because it's getting ridiculous the way this man is treating her. And she still was like extremely clear about what she needed. Like, okay, well, can you tell me what that is? And he basically says no. And she's like, okay, well then I don't, I don't see the point in us continuing this conversation if you're not going to tell me what it is. Like she was so diplomatic and like her maturity is just a hundred percent goals. <laughs> like exactly yeah. what you said, Mabel. If you ever wonder like, how do I be a better partner? Why our relationship's so hard? Watch Mindy and see everything that she does. That's what, that's what we should all be modeling. <laughs> She's yeah, like seriously. Right. She really is. She's so great and like so level-headed and so... It's funny how the the second point that I want to get to is the whole friend conversation that mm -hmm. they're out here deleting text messages. Mm -mm. Uh, so mm -hmm. that definitely needs to be addressed. But um, while he was talking about, is it her friend's name was Lindsay? Yeah. Yes. He was talking about Lindsay. He's like, yeah, and she seems to be very level-headed and, and I can talk to her. And I'm like, Mindy is the most level-headed person on this show. What are you talking about? Like, you're the problem. <laughs> like, she's not hard to talk to. You're difficult. It's... Mm -hmm. hmm. So, I guess just to go into that, um, we we find out that well, all types of stories are being told with this, but it sounds, according to him, uh, Lindsay contacted him angry that he was treating Mindy poorly where he then tells her that he doesn't have attraction for Mindy, right? And then they start talking about, I guess, how he should build it. Who knows what the, the conversation was? Uh, and then no one tells Mindy that they're having this conversation. Well, well, I had thought that it started that the way he phrased it was that she had they had followed each other on Instagram after the wedding. And then she messaged him asking how it was going while they were on the honeymoon. And that in itself was like, she was the one it sounds uh -huh. like who reached out to him. If, if his story was straight, that that, that was yeah. true. That's the story yeah. we're getting. Who knows? <laughs> the, the idea that this friend would reach out to her close friend's new husband instead of her was like really confusing to me of like, that doesn't show good intentions and in, from the start. Mm -hmm. And from mm. Zach's perspective, it, was, it really was just that, you know, your friend reached out to me and tried to set me straight almost. Why can't you just tell your wife that? Be like, hey, your friend's got your back. She kind of talked me through these things that really helped me and I want to come to you and try to make mm -hmm. this better. But it doesn't really sound like we're hearing the full story, even when you do match two stories together, because both of them are super spotty. And Mindy even put it very clearly. Like, they didn't get their whole story straight before they decided to lie to me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So like, what do you think is actually happening there? I think if I want to go a whole conspiracy theory here, I think that (laughs) that ultimately they had what should have been initially just maybe cordial conversations about, Hey, how can you actually be a better partner in this relationship? Maybe it started out that way, but I think it escalated to phone calls, hanging out with one another, hanging out with another alone in each other's place. And I think it escalated to something intimate between the two and that's why they needed to delete all those texts because something in there showed that they crossed the line of what the friendship should have been between them wow really you you added a little bit more more flavor to this (laughs) see because i was thinking i definitely think this was emotional cheating i don't know if i'd say cheating cheating Mm -hmm. like but it it does sound as if they started talking I kind of believe him that it it was probably started off as him, her trying to set him straight because you could tell all all of Mindy's friends don't like him. So I imagine they probably told her this situation. She's like, I'm going to tell him a piece of my mind type of thing, possibly. And then it went from that into them just talking Mm -hmm. to each other. And I think it was really telling when the friend went, yeah, we said we we're going to stop talking to each other while recording was happening. Yeah. Which which makes me think, like, they think, okay, something could be, there is something here, mm-hmm. but we don't want to do it while you guys are still trying to figure out if this is going to be a thing. Like, it sounds like a backup plan almost, where it's like, you know, uh, I don't want to break you guys up, but I'm not going to say no once you guys do and that's just yep shitty it's a shitty situation like and just the fact that they both deleted their text messages like you don't you don't delete messages unless there was some that's someone that you just cut out of your life like (laughs) i've done that like after breakups or something where i'm just like f this person like i don't want to see any history of any you know conversation i've ever had with them but like it's not it's not something you do with someone who is a, a casual acquaintance acquaintance or a friend or like you only do that when there's something that you're ashamed about. And so the fact that they both did that is like, well, obviously there's something we're not hearing about. Obviously there's something that y'all have been talking about that's inappropriate and you know it and you know that you'll be found out because she's going to ask to see the text and like, here we are. So like, I just don't believe either of them. I think it's bullshit. So what I think is interesting about some of the things that she said, first, she talked about making a mistake, right? She's like, uh, and she almost made it sound like that night after mistake. And I don't think they maybe slept together, but I do think Mm -hmm. they did something across the line. Mm -hmm. But it sounded to me that she, when she kept saying how manipulative he was, um, she kept referring to, you know, oh, I didn't always only talk about you. You know, this, what this conversation, these conversations with Zach were not only about Mindy, they seem yeah. to be, as you mentioned, a goose, something that grew out of it. And so kind of putting these pieces together of they had times where they met, you know, which had nothing to do with you. They regularly met in person and they have something to delete. And she consistently says that she makes poor decisions. And, you know, when it comes to guys, I was like, there's a lot mm-hmm. there between. And, hey, this could have and you know again, play conspiracy theorist, this could have been one of those times where I've had um, friends tell me situations like this in their past where one person 
says something and let's pretend Zach said, oh, no, we're actually decided to get a divorce. We decided to not live together. We know mm-hmm. this is over. Mm-hmm. What if he said something like that? to Lindsay and was like, well, we are officially done now. I mean, I am now a single man and, you know, maybe he didn't we use those words, but in his <laughs> convoluted way of saying things, was like, I'm not moving in. I know this is not going to work out. He yeah. told her he's mm-hmm. not attracted to mm-hmm. me. He told Lindsay that. And to paint this picture of this is never going to work out with me and Mindy. So let's give it a shot, Lindsay. And then Lindsay turning back around and me like, oh, wait, you actually are not done? Mindy, what? And we, you know, already acted like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so confusing because all of this, I I just want so badly just to know like what really happened, like what they really talked about. Like, Mm -hmm. had they talked about like meeting up? I don't think I caught that part. No. So they, I mean, they both haven't, this is more of a Mabel's conspiracy theory. Oh, okay. Which okay. I'm having fun. Yeah. I mean, I could maybe see it. that. <laughs> um, but I like they haven't. Something like that. Lindsay. Uh, I think it sounds like <laughs> she mentioned, it sounds like uh, they have been the lie that Zach definitely said is that they talked once and the friends like, no, we talked this morning. So like that for sure, they've been talking consistently I, I don't know if I'm willing personally, although, as you know, i am basically been rooting for them <laughs> at the beginning. So I am biased. I know that. But I don't, I don't think it was necessarily cheating. Um, I do think this might have been the thing. Because we've kind of been saying, like, what's the thing that's stopping him from going all in in this relationship? Oh. And this might be it. This might be, oh, there might be something else here that might be better like he might be viewing the friend as oh this is something that i might want to pursue later and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be because i get in that twisted logic like if you don't think mindy is the person for you you don't want to get her you don't want to like lead her on because that would be mean but then you also don't want to break up this so I get the logic. I just think you can't you can't be on the ropes. Like if you feel like this isn't going to work, that's fine. Just tell Mindy you're an amazing person because she is. You're an awesome person because she is. This isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like I, it feels as if he's just trying to be on this. He doesn't want to just. It's like shit or get off the pot or whatever they call it. I don't know how that's saying. <laughs> Or is it pit? Thank know. you so much for that visual. <laughs> this is why we are have swearing in this podcast because <laughs> I try to use analogies like that. But I, it seems as if that's the problem. Um, and weirdly, because of this entire situation, that's probably done. Um, and hopefully, he's now able to like focus on this relationship. That being said, if I was Mindy, I would be done. So like, I, this is just her being like, she reminds me of Stephanie and AJ where it's like, I've from, um, what season was that? Uh, it been seven. Is that seven? Okay. A previous season. doesn't matter. A previous season where like, I felt as if Mindy, season Stephanie, eight. season eight. Thank you. I was like, Stephanie's going to be like, you could pair her with almost anybody mm-hmm. and she would be fine. That's the way I do it with Mindy. Yeah. I'm like, just get off the show. <laughs> your DMs are going to be popping. Like you're a <laughs> person. Um, 
person, somebody who's like awesome is going to reach out and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what I got. I, I still really feel like there is something and this might be what he's hinting at is there is something that he heard misunderstood something about Mindy. Like there is something specific that is getting in this man's way because like we've seen, he cannot function when he's conflicted and he's overthinking something. He cannot act normal, but we didn't see that on the wedding day on the wedding day. He was charming. He was great. Like he had obviously just met her like there. I think there is just something that we don't know about that is making him be in his head about it and behave this crazy way. And like by not talking about it, he's perpetuating the, this terrible conflict that they cannot address because he won't even name it. (laughs) And like, I, I think in his mind, there might be some like twisted way where he's like, I'm being respectful by not bringing this up specifically, or like there's something about it. That's like, he doesn't want to shame her or something like that, but it's hard to imagine what that could be for someone like Mindy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a point to him hiding it and it's just to save face. To me, it sounds like he's past that. I'm trying to respect you. And because in that way, you know, as you to mentioned, he could have gone off camera to say it. He could trying to, as respect her, recognize that she's really trying to make this work and move in and sleep in the room. Like he did for that one night. There's a lot of actions he could show to show his own respect, but his actions seem to be pointing back towards him. And how can I look good in this and maybe paint it in the way that makes me not the bad guy without having to come off angrily or, you know what I mean? Like he had such a tough time almost like confronting the issue of the secret that he wanted her to say it. And he just felt very uncomfortable in in confrontation in that way almost and but to my original point I just think that he is acting in a way that's all about Zach Mm -hmm. how can I make sure to always look good Mm -hmm. and even though I'm the one at fault yeah you know yeah I think it's safe to say he avoids he's not great with conflict I think we've seen enough to tell that he is he hates dealing with conflict and Maybe, like, I think, like, Ashley, you make a really good point. Maybe that's what's going on here, where there's something that he himself doesn't like. And, like, I mean, and instead of just addressing that, he feels like it's too big to do on camera Mm -hmm. and then just writes off the whole situation. Because that's what I'm getting now is he's not even putting an effort. Mm -hmm. No, he's he's not. Like, yeah. even this BS about, like, I'm so confused why they have, what? Oh, oh. it's it feels thought- hard to be having this conversation about <laughs> the couple that I've been rooting for so hard. <laughs> I I've thought been I really did something trying. weird. I was like, what? You gotta wave the white flag at some point and be like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I still think they're going to stay together, but that's aside from the fact. Oh, my God. You're ridiculous. Yeah. So they have the, like, recommitment conversation. Yeah and everything. And I really liked how Dr. Viviana had her like kind of list out some very clear things that she needs from Zach. Otherwise she's not going to feel comfortable moving forward, which is like, 
This is another beautiful moment in the show where we learned about boundary setting and like, hey, these are my boundaries. You've been you've been crossing them. If you if you don't respect them, then we're going to be done. So like being clear about needing him to move in, needing to spend more time together. Um, there were a couple other things, whatever. But like, obviously, the big one being moving in as like an action that he can take. And so what does he do? He comes over to spend a night with his little backpack with one pair of sweatpants in it and like one pair of socks. Like he's clearly not trying to be there very long at all. And he sleeps in the other room. Like you could just see, like she is relentlessly optimistic about this man. She is giving, she is putting her heart out there and he's taking a hammer and smashing it every single time. And she's like, maybe this time, maybe this time. And it's not even like, and she, it's not even her bought, being naive. It's her just like really trying. <laughs> she bought the toys, the dog toys. She got dog toys. Like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> wings because he said that's his like his cheat meal or something. Like she is putting in yeah. astounding effort considering the zero to 1% that she is getting back. And yeah. this man, like I'm, I, what I, what I meant by, I don't understand what happened there is like, it's clear that he's not respecting the, I'm going to move in thing. So that means that you're done. Like you need to, if if you set that out as a boundary and they don't respect that, then that's it. That's it. <laughs> like you can't keep negotiating that because he's now, he, he now has a say in like what you need and that's not how it works. Like that yeah. uh, just made me frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good thanks, yeah. thanks for bringing that up because that was my third point. The moving in uh, yeah, scene yeah. was just, that was difficult to watch because you could tell she was trying so hard. Really? Yeah. And like holding up the conversation, like he was just being quiet and she'd be like, she felt as like, I, I felt like I do the same thing when I'm trying to open up to a kid and like, <laughs> What, what shows do you like watching? Like, oh, let's talk about that. Like, you like sports? Let's talk. Like, it felt like she was trying so hard. <laughs> do you like sports, Zach? Do you? <laughs> chicken wings? I like chicken wings. I like I'll eat chicken wings. I don't care. <laughs> she's so she's trying so hard, and um, I really and this is me being biased. So, listeners, send all your hate mail. I understand. <laughs> like, I really think if if he was to put in effort, that they would be completely fine. Like that wedding day, and I know it's unfair because that was basically the only time they looked happy. But <laughs> she put in effort, he put in effort, and it was fucking beautiful. Like it worked out so well. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is, I, it's funny. Like this season in general, I feel like a lot of the couples have like the one thing that they just can't let go. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, with Mindy, uh, with Mika and Michael, it's the lying. Mm-hmm. She just can't let that go. With Taylor and Brandon, it's the the uh, honeymoon. They can't let that go. Mm-hmm. Derek and Katie, it's the childishness. She just can't let that go. And then with Mindy and Zach, like, it's, we don't know what it is, but there's clearly something um, that he just can't let go that's stopping him from giving this thing his all. Mm-hmm. And if he can just, whatever that thing is, we don't know because he refuses to say it on camera. But if he could just get past that, I really think that they have something. But but what, look at what we're seeing, though, is he seems to be unable to ask for help. True. And so, like, there will be times again when 
he needs help. And is he going to do this again? Or would he learn from this? Yeah, and I think the reason he has a tough time asking for help is that he just can't be fully direct and open and honest. He has to kind of be this evasive talker in a way that won't actually confront his own feelings and handle the situation head on. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I totally to your point, agree, agree with that. If he puts an effort, she is the kind of person that, hey, I am in this and I will, you know, supplement whatever lack of effort you have, basically. It kind of <laughs> seems. Um, <laughs> but like there's this, it definitely felt like in the wedding day, and I don't think this for other couples when they had their happy moments in the beginning, it definitely fell on the wedding day and here on out that if Zach just were to be present in the relationship and try, they could, they really could make this work mm-hmm. if he were there almost. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't feel like he's mentally there. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you two see these couples going? This Mindy and Zach, yes or no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you go, I guess, since you have a lot of feelings. <laughs> well, a little torn here. So, as you know, my stock has been it's it's been down. It's been down quite a bit. Uh, I still. It's okay. We're in a recession. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. Uh, I think. I still think that they're going to make it, um, and not because of him. I think it's her. I think she is. It's not as extreme, uh, but it, this reminds me of Brianna and Greg, Diana yeah, Greg, a yeah. little bit, in the sense of like in the beginning he was really trying season that season, nine. season nine. He was really trying, and she was a little reserved, and he was he kept on trying. He kept on trying to get her to open up, and when she did, it was like they're married. They they announced that they're having a a baby. Like they're. Yeah, you know, like it, it worked so well. Um, now this is ten times worse. So I don't want to like compare them, but just that feeling of one couple, of one of the people in the relationship pulling back, and just the other one trying time and time again. It just reminds me of them. So mm-hmm. I do think that he will eventually start to put in the effort. And when he does, ironically, because he's been so bad, like she's going to love it because she's going to feel as if she did a lot of work to get, and which is true. Like, she did. <laughs> she did all like, the work. She, yeah. she did all the work. So like part of it's going to feel like a reward, even though it shouldn't, like it, it shouldn't feel like a reward for you to have someone care about you when you're doing all the stuff, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's going to feel that way. And I think that's going to be enough for them to stay together. So I think they're going to be the couple um, that stays together. There's always one in a season where you're like, really? Okay. Like, I think, <laughs> I think that's them this season. Thanks. Where they're going to, yeah, Ooh. stick it out. I am a hard and firm no on them. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of the faith in Mindy. I have zero faith in this man. Like he is terrible at communication. He's inconsistent. He's not putting in the effort and he isn't clearly being honest with her. And so I don't, I don't see how they could possibly work back from this. Like, even if he does start trying, I just, I don't know. I I, I see him getting in his own way constantly. And I, I just don't see that changing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm a no too for them. Zach just seems like a toxic person to be in a relationship with. For real. 
but one of those toxic people that you can't really see coming. He can be very friendly when he wants to be, he can be happy and, and social and definitely has a lot going for himself, you know, with his career, but it's one of those people that can really just catch you. And by the time you notice it, it could be too late. So yeah. I worry that he is just not a very good partner to always be there. Yeah. So yeah I'm He's, definitely a no for them. <laughs> he just seems so manipulative at this yeah. point where I'm like, exactly. I don't care what your thing is. Now you're just being cruel. Mm-hmm. And he definitely yeah. that with this whole secret thing that she's been keeping from him. <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. He is being cruel. Like just whatever it is, spit it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> spit this it is- out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now switching topics to Mika and Michael. A happier conversation. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I'm much happier. I, so, I kid. <laughs> first of all, I was just getting so annoyed with. Okay, so I was trying to understand if Mika just has a resting bitch face or not, and I don't think she does. I think it's she just small. genuinely was just so fed up whenever she's in a conversation with Michael that she just gets this face on her that's just like disgusted by him from all the way in the beginning you know of episode 11 I hate breakfast I'm like oh my god girl just food (laughs) (laughs) just eat the dang food or don't if you don't want to that's fine but (laughs) how do you hate breakfast how breakfast Uh, is the best breakfast person Uh, not a big no uh, I like lunch and (laughs) I just love a big the whole okay. thing is about, yeah, no. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, so, We're going to um, fight about this later, Mabel. I don't know if going to work. I do, but for brunch, I usually, like, because it's lunch incorporated, I'll, I like quinoa in there, or, like, I'll do a lot of greens, and I'll, I'll eat eggs. Don't get me wrong. Eggs are great. But, like, all the whole breakfast arranges between sausage and bacon and, um, yeah, no. <laughs> That okay, okay. Here's the you do you get a steak. This will be the right? final episode of Cup of Three. I'm so sorry to tell you. You gotta get a steak sorry, and put an egg over it. Breakfast. <laughs> you gotta do the steak and eggs mix. Like that's the that way you get your like lunch feel, and then you got some eggs over it, and then you get I'm a mimosa for breakfast. If- <laughs> I am I am shook. I don't understand. Yeah, I do yeah. like eggs Benedict. I'll say that eggs Benedict are good. That is like the one breakfast that I will consistently have every day. Anyways, so with you know Mika's whole just she just wants to be difficult. It seems she just wants to control everything that comes out of his mouth almost. And I'm just like, girl, relax. He is another person. He's a grown person. Like he can make his own decisions how he decides to talk. Like, um, and then I'm so glad that Dr. Viviana called her out and is like, is this frustrating Mika, the one that he sees every day? Because I'm like, thank you. That is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't get me wrong. I've had difficulties with people in my life that I just don't really want to be, you know, easy going with them almost. Like, I, I want to be frustrated around them just because I'm so mad sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, that's a decision I make, right? That's at that point, nothing to do with the other person. And that's kind of what I'm seeing come across in Mika. She's just so fed up and feels like he can't get over this whole lying thing. And don't get me wrong, I see where it's coming from. But she no longer even wants to be happy around him. She just wants to be constantly frustrated. And their conversation about, you know, um, that just kept going back to trust. So he had mentioned wanting to have fun. And Mika's like, I can't have fun. 
we have to, you know, build this trust. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, you do realize a relationship like includes your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, I'll let, I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh, you. wow. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, yeah, I feel like we're seeing Mika's judgment coming out a lot. And that's, it's really striking when you see the scenes with her, and you call it a scene, but it's just their life. Um, but <laughs> the, the times when she's spending time with Michael and, and having a discussion versus when you see her with like the other um, wives, like going out for drinks or whatever to catch up. Like with the other folks, she is so open and she's smiling and she's laughing and she's yeah. really charismatic. And like, I think that's, I mean, that's her personality. That's who she is. So to see then her with, Michael and she's so closed down like she just you can almost like feel this like energy just blocking between her and him you know like she's like forcing herself to eat like the smallest bite of egg and like wow this is like a solid seven and like he is trying so hard and she is just like in protection mode and that makes him go into protection mode and it's like they're both at this standstill where they're just so upset and like frustrated with each other and just like yeah. kind of like, like you said, like they, they really need to just relax and have fun and go on those dates because that's going to help them start to like learn about each other, like really understand why they're matched, which I don't know if they really have gotten to yet because we've always seen them being stressed out and arguing. And it's just like, I, it's, it's hard to see where they can go from here. Cause it, it feels like, we're kind of in this deadlock without them really acknowledging it enough. Yeah. I, they got to just write this one off. I'm sorry. Like, we, <laughs> just, we just got to write it off. And, and it's, I get it. It's ironic that I'm over here standing and caping for freaking Zach and Mindy. But like with this one, I'm just like, what we were watching this, Ashley mentioned this said something about, they need to like rebuild um, trust and and that's very true but then i realized they never had trust in the first place like this was the first they they got married the 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 first conversation after that was kind of awkward and then while they're fl flying to their honeymoon they have a fight they never had it in the first place and mm -hmm. initially i was thinking because you made a good point about like the is it just resting bitch face <laughs> um like how I like get low because I feel like I feel weird saying that. But um, <laughs> so I initially thought that, but then you see her with the other people and like her with any other person on the show, her with the camera crew, her with the other, <laughs> her with the other contestants. It's fine. Like she's funny. She's light. Her with Taylor. I'm like, oh, you have a personality. Yeah. yeah. Like look at this. Yeah. Like you actually like you laugh. What? You, you, you got jokes like then you never see that with her and Michael. Mm -hmm. It's just it's not there mm -hmm. at all. And like even the little things like when he was clipping the uh, the little grass that they have in their their living room. And like even that she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's just, da, she's da, 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 so da. judgmental. Mm -hmm. It's like, let the man have this. OK, or make he's a joke out of it. Yeah, like, make it lighthearted. Funny, he thinks he's being funny. Like it's fine, you know. And it, it's so frustrating. But then I get it from her perspective, where 
she feels as if he is a liar and and it, an embellisher if you want to be nice like i get it so i understand her uh her hesitation but if you know that you can't get past that i think they're both so hard working that they don't want to quit but if you know you can't get past that why even do this to yourself right. like i just i don't see the point where he at this point like he's trying but if she doesn't want to get past the lies that she feels that he mm-hmm. is given it's not going to work mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not um, it, it's like almost they're trying to almost like a ram keep going forward but they've already hit a brick wall instead of standing up and realizing wait the, like the brick wall ends right over there let's just walk around it like they're not really <laughs> doing that they're not getting you know a pause in time to yep. think like what is our situation and how can we handle this they're just like no i'm supposed to keep going down this path so we going straight i have to push 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 yeah. push like no he is not going to own up to the previous conversations you have still in your grip mm-hmm. so Move around the wall. And if you really want to get past this, get past it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Because imagine then, like, imagining them, there's this big path, and then there's this big brick wall that they have built together, and they're both <laughs> just shoving against it. But they're like, their face is inches away from it. And they're just like, if I just push hard enough. <laughs> and if they just stop and back up for a second, then they see the bigger picture that like, oh, this only this is only four feet wide. Like we can walk around this. <laughs> we don't actually have to break it down. We can just go around it and leave it here. We don't have to carry it with us. And like it's like, uh, it's like that scene in Prometheus or the, a few other movies have done this where like the main character is running and there's something behind them that's gonna crush them. And instead of just like it kills me when they do this in movies and they run in a straight line, it's like, hey run to the side. You'll be completely fine. <laughs> the thing is really narrow. You don't have to run straight. Like, like just work smarter, not harder. Type. <laughs> it's so, and I think, unfortunately, I think she also has the, the problem of, I think naturally she is very analytical and that can come off as cold sometimes. So like when she says all these different things, I don't think in her head, she doesn't think she feels as if, oh no, this is just, I'm just stating facts and that's totally fine. But on the flip side, like it feels like he's in a job interview every time he talks to her, like it's just brutal. <laughs> it's so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Because she focuses on the facts rather than her feelings. So like, that's the part that's really hard where like, I mean, she, she keeps saying like, I feel like I can't be vulnerable because you're not being truthful. And I, I mean, how am I supposed to feel safe when I'm around someone who I feel like is lying to me all the time? And like what, what she could, like, she could kind of get into that a little bit of like, yeah, I have a thing where like, I, when I've had situations in the past where like when people lie to me, like I felt this type of way and like, I felt like I, whatever, like explore that and explain like where you're coming from, like where you are emotionally because of their actions. And then you can actually start to build some empathy and relate to each other because we're all humans and we have those experiences too. And so like, it's just, it's so hard to see them in this like merry-go-round of pain because they just cannot get off of it. <laughs> but I was going to ask you guys, like, what did you think about their anniversary gifts for one another? So she gave him some, some ties 
because he said that he like feels the most confident when he's wearing like his suit and everything. And he got her tripped to Jamaica to swim with dolphins. Like because she mentioned that she wanted to swim with dolphins and all this stuff. He needs to stop trying to like introduce his gifts because he does an awful job at that. <laughs> like it's just him talking, talking in circles. And then it's like, so this is why I did like, just say, here's your gift. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that sums up their relationship. He tries really, really hard, and she's like, does the bare minimum at this point. Well, okay, but it's also a month in, and yeah. he bought her a trip to another country, like a second honeymoon. I was like, whoa, that's that's a very big deal. I mean, if, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of different ways you could paint this, but it just seemed like he couldn't think of anything else because he, what do you say? He said, I, I keep giving candy, so I can't give candy anymore. Honey. So we don't spend <laughs> all this money on a trip to Jamaica. Like I'm pretty sure there's a in there. <laughs> also like, I'm curious when this trip is about to be, because oh. if it's like for a date that's after filming ends and after decision day and everything, like how, that's a gamble. He'll take somebody else. <laughs> He's like, I bought the trip. Right now, for you. Let me know. <laughs> He's no. like, Mom, happy Mother's Day. Let's go. <laughs> that's some smart strategy. If that's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. I hope it's not what he did. Oh, my God. But that just feels like a big gamble. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wa- what do you two think, though? Like, Have you ever been in a situation like this where you just like can't get past your own frustration? With somebody? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you do? Uh, like, are you talking about in like a relationship? Yeah. I mean, even like a friendship, but like a close relationship with someone doesn't have to be like an intimate boyfriend or something like that. Mm. Hmm. Um, yeah, with a lot of those things, if like when it gets to a certain point, then I feel like I need to address it with them. But on it, like, just to be blunt, like if I'm not a certain level of closeness with them, then I just cut my losses. And like, I just kind of don't, don't have that level of friendship with them anymore. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know. It's not worth it. it doesn't feel like it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, maybe, cause I get, I get your question about yeah. maybe if it's family, because you can't necessarily exactly. cut off all family. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what I mean though, is like, if, mm-hmm. if there's something that I can't get past and I feel like it's not going to be productive to talk through it, then mm-hmm. I just, in my mind, I pull back a little bit where like, I don't share as much of myself with them because I don't feel like I can trust them or like kind of go into certain topics. So like, I just don't expect that from them anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Like when you kind of realize what you can expect from the person and you mm-hmm. kind of go off of that, which really sucks. Like you don't want to mm-hmm. not be able to expect trust and honesty from your own husband, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You would hope at least. And yeah. and I think, I mean, Pastor Kyle has some really good points about like he has seen couples start off rocky. He wasn't talking to Meek and Michael when he said this, but the advice still holds. Not every couple starts off as peachy as Justin. And to have this kind of rocky start with Mika and Michael, and now they're at a almost like almost like they're stuck in quicksand almost, and they just can't move. And it, I, and I totally agree with you. Like, there's some relationships in the past I've been like, I just can't get over this, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But when you know it's family, like you said, it grew. It's 
I mean, if you really want to have your relationship with your family, you got to just keep trying, even though it's not that easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is like, like, you know how they say first impressions are important. Like this is the perfect example of that. Like her first impression is that he's a liar and everything else, like yep. anything that doesn't go with that, she disregards. And then the things that do go with it, that's what she remembers. I just, I don't know. I like, I think, uh, have I been in this type of situation to answer your question? I have. So in terms of friends, like no one's, Active bachelor. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. So I have had a roommate that we had a falling out. Okay. Uh, you know, this said roommate, but we had a falling out and um, I had three other roommates or two other roommates and I was fine with them. But this roommate, we just like, after that, I was like, all right, we're good. Like, I'm not going to get in your way. Don't get in my way. We can just go on with our lives. So I essentially just cut that person out, um, which I was kind of petty with it too. Like I'd have parties and not invite, invite them, even though they lived in the house. <laughs> so like, I get it. Um, you know, so I, I get it. I, I had my petty moments with that one. Um, so that was great. That's, so like I, I get, I definitely get Mika in this situation. I fully understand. Um, I just, and I know it's hard to just quit on a marriage because it's a marriage. It's not um, like this is supposed to be a forever thing. So I, I get why they want to hang in there and fight, but like deep down inside, she knows that this is not going to happen. And I think he knows that as well. Why are you trying this <laughs> at this point? For me, I just, I, I keep talking about this as we watch the show, where in this situation where people are being married to a stranger and they're they're trying to, you know, learn the ropes as they go. And it's like very zero to a hundred. I, I, it blows my mind that they don't have more active like counseling support in this situation where no matter if it's going well or not to have a third party just to talk through whatever's going on like on a regular basis. I, I can't imagine a more perfect situation for that kind of help because with with really any of the couples, I think if one, if they are truly committed enough that they they want to stay married and work through the really hard things because they know that there's like a future version of their relationship that they're working towards. But then like also being willing to spend the time with a professional and being open to <laughs> like learning some some new ways to address these things so that they can get to that goal. Like that, I, I feel like the show is, uh, even when they do meet with the the experts, I feel like the advice is like, you just got to keep trying. Like you committed to this, like you created this problem. You got to get around it. And it's like kind of good advice, but it's also kind of vague as to actually how to do that. It's more like just keep going and don't quit rather than, okay, we understand that this is a problem that you have. Here are some things to try. Here are some things to think about. Here are some things to discuss. Like there, it just, it, it's, feels very unsupportive the way that they're actually setting people up to like go about these things. Yeah. It's like when politicians say, Oh, sorry. It's like when politicians say, pull yourself by the bootstrap. And it's like, what bootstrap? Like, can I get yeah, like that's not helpful? Yeah. I wonder if this is like a situation where Mika and Michael can't really 
hear the experts in the way that it's intended. And so they maybe just need to hear from somebody else. Like yeah. it could be someone from their family or it could just be a good friend, but like someone who knows how to talk to them and they can get it and yes. listen. Cause I feel like they're, you know, saying some of the right things, but when it comes to what Mika and Mike are going to listen to, maybe they're just not the right people that are talking, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. That's very true. Did you, I'm sorry. I, did you answer the question? Like your question was a really good one. I'm curious to get your answer to it. With the- I've had someone with, um, you know, I have this difficult relationship with. Yeah. Um, I've had both um, family and friends and friends. I, I do obviously just cause it's like easier, I guess, to cut off. I distance mm-hmm. myself from them, but when it comes to family, it's, it's just an ongoing battle of like, okay, I know I have to get through this basically. Like I can't, just, like, I don't want to, I don't want to just cut them off like a friend. And so it's just a little harder to be like, yeah. all right, if I'm going to really make this some sort of a relationship going forward, how do I do that? And mm-hmm. it may not be I'm best friends with this person because, you know, that's just not the relationship that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But what kind of relationship is that? Do you know what I mean? It's just a little more creatively thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Solutions. And all of this goes back to that boundary setting that we're seeing with Mindy is like, if, if it is a relationship that you want to work on, then that's something that you need to communicate those things, those boundaries to that person and make it clear what the consequences are if they don't adhere to those. And be willing to follow through with those consequences. And exactly. that's really, really hard. You have especially, to define relationship. Yeah. Especially when it's like, I know I, I can't stop being related to this person or, you know, I, I want to be married to this person no matter what. So we're just going to have to figure it out. And that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah. So what do you think? Eminem over here. Whew. Yes or no? I <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, I mean, I said this, I've, I feel like I've said this in a previous episode. I just think they don't have sex. Like, I just, they don't have that thing mm-hmm. to make this smoother. Like, I just don't see the attraction. I don't know if they find each other attractive. Mm-hmm. And I think they're so hard and they're working at it and they, they want to make this work. But, like, these conversations are like roommate conversations. Like, it's, it's like nothing is there. There's no... <laughs> There's no distraction. There's no, you know. Yeah. Like, with, even with, like, Mindy and Zach, like, he'll do all the dumb idiot things, and she still, like, lights up when he does one little thing because she finds him attractive. Like, if you find the person attractive, you will put up with some crap. Mm-hmm. Not that you should, but, <laughs> but, like, they don't, I just, I don't think she finds, like, if he was, I don't know, whatever her version of, Supreme attractiveness is the rock, for example. You know, if she was that's a good example. (laughs) (laughs) Let's clarify for all of our listeners why you chose the man's amazing and will be president one day. But who is gonna marry the rock and I'm gonna marry Mindy? (laughs) Yes, I mean, I win that situation, so I'm fine. Okay, hey, as long as you try our own person, you know, whoever makes you happy, whoever makes you happy. Um. Shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the Rock, that's who you're talking about. <laughs> the Rock is really cool. He's really cool. You know, he's great in Jumanji. All right. So um, I just, I think if they had that, that would at least help them to smooth things out. And I just, I just don't see it. Like, I think because that attraction isn't there, they're not going off of emotion and like the hormones that are released when you find someone attractive. So they're just going at this with their analytical mind. Mm-hmm. 
and this is not going to work analytically. Like mm-hmm. if you try to ration, rationalize this relationship, it's not there. So unless you have that crazy passion, love, you know, similar to what Katie and Derek have, where like they have a, these crazy fights, but because they are feeling each other, they can still get through it. Mm-hmm. Mika and Michael don't have that. Mm-hmm. So I still say no with them. I'm going to change my theory a little bit to because they try so hard. I could see them. This might be one of those couples where they say yes on decision day. And then on the reunion episode, they're like, oh, so we broke up Mm -hmm. like that type of situation Mm -hmm. where like now that the cameras are there and the experts are there, they're going to keep on. They're going to try. But then as soon as the cameras leave and experts leave, they'll look at each other and go. Ah, you're not even that cute. Why am I dealing with this crap? No, I'm good. <laughs> and call it. So, man, tell us how you really feel. That was. <laughs> they just they don't think they're each other's cute. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's true. I think that's true. I they don't have a lot carrying them right now, and I think it's just their like, uh, it's just be bullheadedness at this point, where it's just like not going to quit, not going to quit, and so I I'm going to say no. I I think what you're saying, it could be right. Where like, they say yes on decision day because they're still trying to fight for it. But I do not see this being a lasting and healthy marriage unless some really, really big things change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think, and I think part of that, they're almost like just going through the motions. It's like, well, we're supposed to do this. And so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it and we're going to, you know, mm-hmm. be here for each other, but I really don't want to be here for you. And I really don't like you as a person. And so I'm going to be pouty face the whole time I'm around you. And I'm going to also keep, you know, saying the words I, I think I need to be saying in front of you. It's like, okay, this is just really frustrating. <laughs> Can you just be genuine? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's fine. It's not supposed to work out with everybody. You know, the experts did what they could to match you with the person they thought you'd work with. Mm-hmm. If that's not the person, such is life. <laughs> Move on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely don't think this is going, I- I'm going to say no for mm-hmm. them. It's just too frustrating yeah. to keep watching them do this circle of whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to hop in one last time with them. I think for other couples, like for example, if Mindy and Zach don't work, I feel like Mindy's DMs are going to be popping, you know, <laughs> or if Brandon and Taylor don't work, th- those DMs Taylor's. are going to be popping. Exactly. Taylor's is going to be popping a hella NBA players in there, but like, is, did I lie? <laughs> he has this whole theory. Temptation Island because that's the show she wanted to be on. Right? Like she probably would have been great on that. Anyway, I still, yeah, now, she'd be amazing. Back to make me get yeah. And like whenever she finds said NBA player, she can be in love on basketball. Like, you know, there's love and hip hop. We got shows for you. Um, oh my God. We're not hating or anything. I, <laughs> I think she's the best. Um, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be the case with these two. Like yeah. they both look so bad. <laughs> they both look so bad. Like mm-hmm. and, and you, they seem like really great people, but they're just not portrayed well and they just they look like two people who are put on a group project together and they're <laughs> real mad about it. <laughs> Dang, I have to work with that person. <laughs> uh, I don't like I don't wanna work with this girl. 
Like <laughs> it's that kind of vibe. Like if you were to just, if a stranger, we had them like watch a scene of them, like just literally having dinner and, and not talking about the fact that they're married. I doubt someone would be like, oh yeah, they're a married couple or they're even in a relationship. They'd be like, <laughs> why are they so angry at each other? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, weird that's them. Anyways, <laughs> Anyways. Moving on, since you, you mentioned Taylor and Brandon. Um, Taylor and Brandon have had a lot. It's just, it's it's been a lot. So they have this like little reunion moment where they, they meet up at a nail salon, which first of all, like, please, I hope they tipped those nail technicians. Seriously. All of their money because they're putting up with like the real bullshit in this situation. <laughs> Like, be nice. Um, so she That's like. Sometimes I want to be able to see their right. language and be like. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot to talk about in their lunch break. They're like, oh my right. god. <laughs> but These two are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> like they were married. What? Um, so it was interesting to me that Taylor decided to put her apology into a card to give to Brandon, and I'm really curious about her motivation for that because. Last time we talked a little bit about how it feels like she's kind of trying to control the narrative a little bit. And I think one way this could be interpreted is that her putting all this apology, this supposedly heartfelt apology in a card, she's not saying it on camera. They're sitting right there together. She is not saying the words. And so she kind of alludes to what's in it. He tells us what's in it. But it's all just kind of he said, she said. And so that part was interesting to me because either one of them could say anything about what was in that card. And the fact that she wouldn't just say that out loud and just be vulnerable and be like, look, I know I messed up. I hurt your feelings. I made a mistake. I'm really sorry. It, I won't do that again. Like that, that could have been a lot more impactful. And I think he actually would have accepted that. But the way she did it felt really like one step removed from her that, I don't know. It was just kind of weird to me how she did that. Yeah. So based off of your thoughts, you know, with that apology, do you think it was sincere? Um, I think she's finally admitting a little bit more that she kind of messed up. So like, I think it, for the most part it was, but it still feels like they will just not stop focusing on the past. And that's just continuing to trip them up and they need to just let it go. What do you think? Uh, about the apology? Yeah, do you think it was sincere? Yeah, I, I, I think she's checked out. I think mm-hmm. so. Do I think the apology is sincere? Yes, I still think. I think she checked out when they had that disagreement on the honeymoon, and she was waiting for him to win her back, whatever that means for her. So, go on crazy dates. Basically, what Mika. And Michael are doing where like Michael is taking her to like if if uh, Brandon would have said, hey, I'm taking you to Jamaica or Bora Bora or whatnot. Like, I think she's waiting for that to then like rekindle their relationship and he's not doing that. So. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's it's legit. It's a authentic apology, but I still don't think that they're going to um, last. What about you? What do you think? I So when I initially saw that scene, I didn't think anything of her apology. I thought it was sincere. You know, she took the time to write it out. Maybe she's just a person that has tough time 
you know, in the moment expressing that. And so for her, it's more comfortable to write it out. Um, I was more so thinking, I mean, it kind of took me as a shock to keep hearing Brandon say, I just wanted to hear an apology. I just wanted to hear an apology. She technically says one and he's like, no, it's not good enough. And maybe that was just like me fixating too much on like how it was received. I don't know. And so maybe there was, you know, a little bit more to she should have or could have been a little more upfront with her apology and taking that time to say it to his face. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm just like, well, okay. There just seems to be a lot of unsaid in general between them two. If it's he doesn't like to accept that apology, he needs to say it. Like, even if it's reading the card, be like, hey, thanks. This means a lot. I also just know I wanted to hear it. So I'd love to hear it from you as well. Something like that. And if, you know, she wants to be like, hey, I, I'm going to give you some examples of big gestures I want from you so that I can actually move past this. I don't know. Like there just seems to be a lot of guesswork and all of this that the other person is just supposed to know what they want. And it's just Mm -hmm. annoying. Yeah. I feel like we're seeing that he doesn't trust her. So no matter what she says or does, he's kind of second guessing everything and she doesn't respect him. I think, like, way in the beginning, she talked about how she wanted a real confident man, somebody with swag. Like, he has that, but he's also shown that he's human, and he has moments where he gets overwhelmed, and he kind of throws mini tantrums and all that kind of stuff. And I think that moment, like, once she saw him in in that really stressed out, chaotic state, then she lost that respect for him. Where, like, Agu has this theory that she would, uh, which you've alluded to, that she would be, like, really well-matched with, like, an NBA player or something like that. Someone who has, like, kind of this, like, higher status almost. And that, like, no matter what, I think in that dynamic, it would take a lot for her to, like, lose respect for someone like that. And and that's kind of the dynamic that might work better for her. But we, I don't think we get that with Brandon. I don't think she feels that with him. I think that's a good point because from the beginning, I mean, she's made it very clear that she almost doesn't respect his profession, even though yeah. she also sells alcohol exactly. as a side hustle. Whereas but for that's him, why. it's a job. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. That's her side hustle. That's his main hustle. Mm-hmm. And like when I say the NBA thing, I'm not saying that it has to be a six foot something, although she did say that in her list of things, <laughs> six foot three. <laughs> you're essentially looking for an NBA player once you start talking six foot four and up. Like, you know, but... I think it's just someone who is a master of their craft. Mm-hmm. Like, like if he was the best author in the world or the best, like she needs to feel as a, this is my theory. She's never actually said this, but someone who she needs to feel as if she has a catch because, mm. you know, she thinks she's a catch. Everyone tells her she's a catch. So she needs to be paired with someone who also is a catch, you know, whether that's, you know, a very wealthy, successful person, whether that's a person who's very uh, recognized in whatever craft they do. And Brandon has the swag portion of it, but he doesn't have the, like on paper, he shouldn't have that swag. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I think he needs to have that. And like, for example, he's mentioned a few times that like you go out with your friends all the time. And like, I think that's his insecurity of, well, you know, are you, you're probably going to hit on in these clubs and whatnot. Like he's insecure about that. Mm-hmm. And if it was 
if she was paired with a person who is very successful, who also goes to the clubs and they're also getting hit on, like they can say, Hey, like I'm still in this, even though people are trying to get with me, you're mm-hmm. still in this, even though people are trying to get with you. Yeah. Like, I think it's that levelness, And I don't think that, like, I don't think, uh, like maybe this is me just being optimistic, but I, I do think that she's a really good person. And I think she just got hurt in the beginning And she's just still acting out from that hurt where if she like, you've seen it in moments with her that she is very caring. She has got like a bubbly personality. Like if she was paired with the right person, I think she would be okay. It's just Brandon and Taylor, they just together, they're not the one. And even with him, like, I think if he was paired with someone who was a little bit more reserved as well and, um, like he's not a big, even though he does it, he has a job that's very extroverted. He seems to be a little bit more introverted. If he mm-hmm. was paired with a person who was also introverted, I think that might work better with him. Um, I think she's the kind of partner yeah. you can take anywhere. She gets along with everyone. She's just so, and she's so smart too, clearly with her profession. She has something that she can relate everybody with, whether it's her side hustle or, you know, as you mentioned, her main hustle. She is that kind of partner that can also be your best friend. You know, let's travel the world together. Let's learn together. You know, clearly she loves to, she mentions like things she just likes to learn more about. So she is that kind of person that really is a great life partner for the right person. Mm-hmm. And for him, like he, he does things at his own pace though. He is, you know, listen, I am this kind of person, even though he doesn't always like to face who he is as a person. Yeah. He has his ways of doing things and he can't really be challenged on them. And he wants to sometimes see things a certain way. And so, yes, I think introversion um, is also a good way to put how he handles situations. It just maybe doesn't seem like they're matched, right? But they both could be great partners for the right people. Yeah, definitely. And that's interesting, the thing about hit like introversion and all of that, because I do see that in him. He's like... He's like an introvert who hasn't accepted that they're an introvert and they're trying to force themselves to be an extrovert. And like, I am very introverted. And like, I've, I've had times like that where I'm like, oh, it's wrong to be introverted. So I have to force myself to be like how I see extroverts acting and like, like it was some sort of fault on me. And I've I've grown to learn that like, oh no, that's totally fine. That's just how I am. And if I actually accept that, then I can actually not be stressed out all the time and actually like and you know how to enjoy situations because I know myself better and I think we've talked about this with him a lot is it's just I he doesn't seem comfortable with himself he doesn't seem like he's really that happy even and I I relate to him so hard because the past version of me was kind of in that spot too and I I don't know I I hope this I mean I'm this has obviously been a big learning experience for both of them. And regardless of if they stay together, which I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I I think I'm hoping that this is like that, that start of him starting to take a look at what's going on with me. And like, am I okay with where my life is headed? Like, is this what I want to do with my life? And um, kind of take it from there. This is, I hope a little bit of a wake up call of like, just, just look, just look at what you've got going on. So I just finished reading this really interesting book called Crucial Conversations. And it's basically these experts who um, did years and years, like 20 years of research about 
conversations, whether it's, you know, between partners or at work, um, when things can get heated and really take emotions and have high stakes, basically, that's what they define as crucial conversation. And when you kind of see Brandon and Taylor talk, it's almost like Taylor is playing oblivious, like doesn't want to own up to it and wants to completely evade any conversation. And Brandon is painting her like a villain. So part of this um, book, Crucial Conversation, uh, calls out, be careful using victim, villain, um, or helpless stories. And it's almost like, and victim saying, you know, I'm the victim, villain villain saying they're the villain, helpless saying, like, I, I can't do anything about it. Um, and it's almost like Brandon is saying she's the villain. She's trying to hurt mm. me. She, you know, is saying she's single. She's using this against me. And it's almost like it's all her, her, her. She is a terrible person. And almost to the extent of he doesn't want to even see her as, as human anymore. And it's just really frustrating to hear that neither of them want to have a constructive dialogue around this mm-hmm. and see it go somewhere. And it's just really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because they had a conversation after the recommitment, um, like counseling meetings. And we, I mean, we had, we talked about this cause we just watched it, but <laughs> um, like it, it seemed like that conversation went better than they usually do. And we like Brandon has how many times now has he said that he's done, he's walked off set, he's over it, he doesn't want to be with her, he's completely out. And then the next time they're together again, it's like, all right, how can we make this work? You know? And like he he keeps showing up if that's just part of their contract, who knows what that is. But it seemed like that conversation was a little bit productive. Like at least they could get through it without someone getting like really, really emotional and having to leave. Um, so what do you think about like that conversation, like where they are now, where they kind of left things? Do you think that that's somewhere that they can go from? So I don't know until Brandon says what he's going to do. And so what, and the reason I say that is because when Dr. Viviana afterwards sat with all the guys and was like, you know, basically, you know, tell me your thoughts. He said a lot of things that she needs to do. Never did I hear, listen, I'm going to do my part too. I am going to, you know, step up to the plate and like, okay, yes, he has apologized in the past. He's acknowledged what he's done. And he maybe in the past has said he was going to do, but right now I don't really, I feel like their roles have reversed. He's looking at her like, you got to do all the work to make this better. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I I see. Your, I definitely see your point, but I'm struggling to see where that could work if he doesn't also mm-hmm. take a little bit of responsibility of making it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that. They are so similar because this was her a few episodes ago where she was like, you need to make up. You, you did something bad. You need to sh- prove yourself to me. And now he is on, like you said, they've reversed. And now he feels as if, hey, you did something bad. You need to make it up to me. You need to do all this stuff to go above and beyond. And that's just like a relationship that's not going to win if you guys are constantly taking score and making sure. Like that's not mm-hmm. that's not something that's going to work long term. Um, so this is a little, it's involving them, but it's a little out of the way. But I'm honestly concerned with him being on this show i just like i don't i'm worried that he's not going to handle the criticism that's going to come from like 
mm-hmm. the social media aspect. I didn't think that, about that. Yeah. You know, like he he's going to get negative comments from people. He's going to be, you know, some people just from reading comments, <laughs> I can see people, some people think he's awful. Like they view him as the villain. They view mm-hmm. him as the Luke and <laughs> he's going to be or getting lot, or the mat. Like he's going to be getting a lot of hate, hate messages. And I don't know how he is going to handle that. And that I, like, I kind of wish there was a way to like go back in time and like, just tell him, Hey, like, I know you want to be married, but this isn't the way to do it. Like this isn't, we've seen with the filming po- portion of it with the, the way he deals with the experts. Like he just, he doesn't feel comfortable putting himself out in this type of way. And, you know, like that's, that's fine. But if you know that you have that reality TV, isn't the place for you. And I'm just, I think that's the thing that I feel every time we watch them now is I just think, Oh my, like this is going to be so bad for him. And I don't want him to go mm-hmm. like he's already getting shit from his family. We don't need to add the internet as well. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. just, nasty. Uh, I feel, hmm? Some people can be nasty on the internet. They really oh, yeah. can. Yeah, no, that's a, I hadn't thought about that. And I know like, we're we're kind of technically a season behind like right now season 11 is airing so i'm very anxious to get to the end of this season so that we can look back and like i because i always look up like all the couples instagrams and everything and i like creep on like where they are and like what they're doing even if they're single like kind of how they are now um and i'm so curious to be able to look at his stuff and you know see if he has interviews or whatever like just to understand like what what made him want to be on this show? Like uh, it, there's, it's one thing to want to be married and there's all sorts of different ways to, to go about trying to find a partner, but this specific way is really intense. I wouldn't do it. Like I know I wouldn't probably handle it super well. And I like just, I would rather wait a, a while and try to find a partner on my own than to, to put myself in this situation. So like kudos to everyone who has ever been on this show because it's a lot but what, wh- why? Like, what was the logic there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe he just didn't think it full- through fully. Like, maybe, maybe he just stopped that I want to be married and it's like, oh, I'll work out, you know? Yeah. Or like, well, why not see what happens? And then it just kind of kept going and going and he kept getting approved to the next level. And here we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't expect it to go, you know, the way it did. Then he's on the altar and he's like, oh, okay, this is oh. happening. I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> You're my I, wife? What? I have a blue tux on. What? <laughs> um, All right. Well, so what do you guys think? Um, I'll start with you, Mabel. Do you think that Taylor and Brandon are going to last? No, I don't <laughs> really wanting to try at this point. It's kind of upsetting because I wanted them to just say, it's over at their commitment ceremony if they both really feel that way. And yeah. both of their answers weren't fully honest with each other. And the experts is just like, we all know you don't want to continue this. So why are you continuing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ago? Uh, definitely, definitely not. Um, I think the only, the only point of them being on this show now is more advertising and putting out their reach so that they can find the actual person they're supposed to be with because this ain't the one. Like this ain't. <laughs> so, you know, I, even for Brandon, like I think he looks bad, but there's enough redeeming qualities that 
besides all the hate mail, his DMs are also going to be popping. Um, so I just, I think, I think there's in terms of their relationship though, it's not going to work. Yeah. I, I'm a no as well, just for all the many reasons we just went over. <laughs> it just, it feels a little hopeless. Um, I, I agree. I think they should have just called it quits at the recommitment, um, you know, time. Cause that, it, it's, it seems pretty clear that they're both not really in this anymore. So it's done. Uh, so next couple is uh, Jessica and Austin, or as I refer to them, I guess we all refer to them as Justin at this point. <laughs> um, not much to say. Like they are adorable and an amazing couple. And I'm so happy that they're in this season of train wrecks that we have like one couple that isn't that we can like, <laughs> see like, Oh yeah, this is what a good relationship looks like. Oh, thank goodness. Um, and uh, overall, I think they both have, uh, they're both trying, they're both doing. So at this point, they're, uh, they're one month anniversary date. I thought was very nice, very nicely done. It's very cute. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, so like the big hang up that we're seeing from them is that um, Jessica really wants to say I love you, and that she wants Austin to say it first, and she is hung up on this. Like, <laughs> oh my god, because um, like everything else with them seems pretty good. Like there's a, we're seeing a lot of good gestures between them. Like they're, they're doing all the little things to kind of show care for each other. Um, and like, they're both obviously very committed in, in this. I will say, has anyone else noticed how weird their kissing is? <laughs> it is so uncomfortable when they zoom in on them and they're like, <laughs> like it's like he's trying to eat her lips and it's just, I cannot. It is so uncomfortable. It's pretty bad. They seem to enjoy it. So like, that's all that matters. But I certainly don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> it's like Pac-Man trying to like eat her lips. It's just, it's nom, 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 nom. No, it's like two different kissing styles happening at the same time. Anyways. Like you, if you can both do the, the fighting thing, you can't, oh, one person can't do it. Oh my God. Like, Oh, but then they did, they did the little like holding hand mold thing, which was like cute gesture, you know, again, like kind of dorky, but it works for them. So like, that's all that matters. They're both into it. Um, I would find it creepy having a hand just in the middle (laughs) of the yard, just like a random hand. It's one of those you put on top of the mantle. What are you talking about? I thought it was a cute idea. I was actually like, oh, it's that easy? Maybe you mentioned that. (laughs) You you wake up in the middle of the night, though, you just see a hand just like... That, well, it depends a, on like what motion no, like, your hand is doing. Like, mold the hand to look like this. It's like, <laughs> like, a, like a zombie hand. They did it exactly at the right moment. Like they just got married, and like now you know for the rest of the marriage, they can have it up on the mantle and be like, "Well, we got married. This was us holding hands." Like for their kids to look at, like you know, it's one of those little mementos that you kind of decorate the house with for years. What if you had like a hangnail and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh no, it's too late now. You know, or like your nails weren't properly clipped up beforehand. These are the things like I would consider before trying this. Well, I guess and, I'm canceling my Amazon order. Jeez. <laughs> well, make sure to get yeah, no. before I 
Yeah, well, let's not do that. I'm sorry. Like, it's cute. I, I have no intention. We were literally watching it, and I, I turned to him and was like, let's never do that. <laughs> he was like, okay. Good. I agree. But again, doesn't matter because it works for them. They're both into it. That's their way of like spending time together. And they're, they're really cute. You know, I, I just, so anyways, like back to like the, the one thing we can talk about, which is one of their, their, uh, Sorry. one other thing. He said he did it initially holding a baseball in his hand. That's creepy as fuck. I don't want like to look, go into your room and there's just a hand holding a baseball mold. That's weird. That's weird. It sounds like he did that as a craft when he was like a little kid. Oh, baby hands. Oh. Are you trying to eat while you're recording this podcast right now? Yes. <laughs> you can hear it. You put yourself on mute so you can do. <laughs> oh my god, this man. <laughs> Could I have like ASMR? <laughs> this is a goo eating a plantain chip. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut out a lot of stuff. All right. <laughs> All so, right. so what do you guys think about like the whole, she kind of put them on the spot in their anniversary dinner and was like talking about growing in love as pastor Cal is kind of guiding them in that direction. And she's kind of like hinting around like, Hey, are you ready to say this yet? And he clearly isn't comfortable. Like, how do you think about how she's approaching that whole situation? We can't hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry. We are. Um, I don't know. It's kind of getting older. You're showing me how to mute the camera. What was going on there? You're like, all right. <laughs> but yeah, you can totally take that that way. Um, we cut out. You're good. You're good. No, so I think it's getting old a little bit because it's annoying to hear her almost like want to push him to say it before he's ready. Mm-hmm. And then if you're really just trying to build a future together, that's going to be, you know many, many years to come, hopefully. What is the rush to say in the first month that you meet the person versus how about, you know, you you get to know who the person is, you build a relationship together, you actually know who you're saying I love you to. And she kind of has this whole thing in her head around, oh, like, I need to, you know, check this milestone. Okay, and then what? Like, (laughs) he says it, what's going to happen next? Is this going to your life around no you're already married you're already living together things are already golden between you two what's this going to do any differently mm-hmm. um, and so it's just a little, getting a little old yeah she seems a little pushy sometimes but i think it works for them because he he just kind of lets it roll off and i i think he knows that she feels this way and he doesn't feel comfortable saying yet yet and i the scene where she's going to say it and just like loses her tongue it's just funny it's like uh i just i just it's like it's like yo just it's man up or okay maybe not man up but like <laughs> uh, if you want to it's just how you feel say it if not yeah it's not fair to be angry at him but i think like this is like if this is the only problem you have i mean we've seen from the other couples like this is champagne problems right now <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh, some advice that I think Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana mentioned, where it's um, you need to be able to express your feelings, kind of barf your heart out onto the table and not expect anything in return mm-hmm. and really just be super honest about where you're at. And I think for Jessica, if she wants to say, 
I love you. And that's where she's at. Totally okay to say that, but she, it's really unfair to have these expectations that he's going to somehow meet her there on her timeline. So if she can say, if she wants to say it, Hey, I, I just want to tell you, I love you. And I know you're not ready to say that yet. I I feel like we're growing in that direction. I just want you to know, I really care about you. And I'm so excited about this process. And like, how wonderful of a moment would that be where she takes off that pressure from him to respond and says, you don't need to respond. Like, let's just, you know, go watch a movie or something and not dwell on it, but just have it be out there and let, let him know. And that, that shows vulnerability that shows giving him space to kind of meet her where she is. And instead she's kind of like almost lording this over him as like, this is the milestone we both need to get. And you're, you're not doing this for me and, and you're not there yet emotionally. And that's your problem. Yeah. And it's almost like this backwards way of he needs to, dictate the pace at the pace that she wants a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's girl logic. If I've ever seen it, that's exactly what, yeah, you guys do that. You guys do that a lot. Why don't what, you don't want kids yet? Why? Why don't you want kids yet? I want kids right now. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, I sound like I have said that to you. And I never I'm kidding. Have. She has not. I thought I want more dogs, not kids. <laughs> you did drop like like hints very early about the second dog combo. And look, we have Raven now, and she's great. Yeah, see, <laughs> I get what I want. <laughs> Anyways, well, about their conversations, I was wondering: Do you two think that Justin spends a lot of time digging into deep conversations? That's a very good question because. It it feels a little bit like they kind of come from family cultures that don't really address conflict head on and are very avoidant of that. And I, I can identify real hard because that's how my family is. And so it's like you're together through hell and high water, but no one's going to address it. <laughs> and so my, my guess is that if they are having those types of conversations, it would be off camera. Um, because you can see how visibly nervous they both are on camera. And so I, I would guess that that alleviates quite a bit, like once it's just them in private. Um, but it's a little hard to tell because they've really only kind of skittered through those conversations briefly and we haven't really dwelled on them very much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I couldn't agree more. I think they seem like if they are having those conversations, they're not doing that on camera. And I, I think that's a good sign actually. Like the only other couple I can think of at this moment that did something similar would be Bobby and Danielle. And they were great. Like they were still having those conversations, but they were doing it at a private way. Mm -hmm. And they're being like, yeah, I have no complaints with them. It does sometimes I like to hope that they're having it off camera and they're not just doing the whole thing of, Ooh, let's avoid conflict and never talk about this until Mm -hmm. one of us blows up and gets angry. I I hope that's not what's happening. Um, Yeah. What do you think? Um, The one thing that made me question it was their comment on it being so easy and comfortable Mm -hmm. because don't get me wrong. That's, that's a great thing to feel. I'm so happy that they are so compatible that they don't, need to have conflict almost feels like right but i'm like okay does that mean you're just 
that compatible perfect, you know, right now, and you haven't had that major roadblock yet, or are you both those kind of people, you know, like you mentioned, Ashley, that was just like, oh, I see a possible hazard over here. Let me just avoid it, you know? Mm -hmm. We'll we'll deal with that later, which like in some ways that might serve them well, just given this situation where they're building this foundation um, where they're kind of like in this dating space right now with the way they're acting with one another. Um, so like that's, and they're clearly like, <laughs> um, like being intimate and like having all those like good chemistry things going on as well. And so I think that could serve them well, as long as they do pick up those things eventually and say, okay, now let's seriously talk about, you know, our finances. Let's seriously talk about where we're going to live after this and, and be able to, um, fall back on this lighter stuff when they need to, <laughs> Um, otherwise then it's just like kicking it down the road until it's like, you can't avoid it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, it's funny. I think if they both seem like they are conflict avoidance type of individuals and if one of them did come out swinging, I'm, I'm interested to see how the other one would react. Like they seem like, I don't even know how that would like, if he was angry at her, like I have no, idea how that would even work because she is very smart and confident. And I have a feeling she would not back down. (laughs) (laughs) Like we've seen other couples where like, if one partner is angry, the other one's like, okay, it's fine. Let's like, it's trying to make the thing go away. Mm -hmm, It doesn't mm -hmm. really strike me as that. She would, she'd be like, no, you're wrong. (laughs) And they would have a disagreeance from that point of view, which I don't think that's bad. Like, I think that could work. You want a partner, equal partner. Um, but yeah, they are, I think it, my, in my, what I'm picking up right now is that he's more likely to just say, okay, honey. Like I have, I have uncles mm-hmm. that are like, that where like, you know, the other person will be really, adamant and they'll just go all right whatever you want to do i don't want to i don't want to get into it if, if we're going to paint the i house, don't want any trouble here <laughs> we'll paint the house purple you know you want us to our house look like barney fine like you know like, I think <laughs> some people are like that and i i get that from austin like it seems as if there's been a few times that she's like said something jokingly it's never been harsh but like even the watermelon conversation from way back where He's like, you're not taking that watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) Doing what I want. Watermelon. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. I. I think that's a good thing, though. Like, I'm okay with them not wanting to hurt the other person's feelings because they care about each other. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. not that forever, Mm -hmm. but it's fine in the beginning if you Mm -hmm. don't want to. uh, Yeah, be attacked. So what do you guys think about them? Do you think they are going to last? Yes, for sure. <laughs> at least through decision day, they they mentioned it. They're so easy and comfortable right now. So there is no need to get a divorce right now. Yeah. What do you what about you, Agu? Yeah, no, they they got no problem. I mean, he's gotta start making some more money. <laughs> <laughs> she hinted yeah, at that. She's, that she did the whole. He's ambitious, which is code word for he's not making enough money, but he better in the next like two years. He has potential. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let me uh, translate lady speak for the audience there. Um, but wow. Facts out here. Um, yeah, but they, they seem like a home run couple. Home run. What do you think, Ashley? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely yes for them. Holding steady with them. I think um, they'll have to have those hard conversations, but they have this foundation they're building. And yeah, they just, they they seem like this is just the beginning of their story and they're going to be together for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your choice. They're my yeah. favorite and always will be. Well, spoiler, <laughs> if you didn't know who I was going to vote for for my favorite couple. <laughs> because you're playing it safe, okay? Some of us are taking chances. And I win. <laughs> Some of us are taking chances. I mean, it's working on camera that Justin is not arguing and they're playing it safe on camera. And hey, they're the strongest couple right now, so. So maybe there's something to be said for it. <laughs> For, for playing it safe. Mm-hmm. Scared money doesn't make any money, okay? Scared money makes no money. Mm. Go all in. That was over the long run. <laughs> Anyways, so switching gears to our final couple here, Katie and Derek. I want to just say how relatable this relationship feels. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the point of like, I don't want to. Like, sorry, real. Just like, okay. I want, okay. I want to say how real this like this seems to be like listen. Do I need to call her? Do I need to call her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, I just want to like, you know, they seem to be like, all right, they hit issues, everybody hits issues, we get into arguments, we get through them, let's keep talking, let's be happy with one another. Mm-hmm. They seem to be that couple that's like, listen, no relationship's gonna be peachy and perfect, but I wanna be with you and I decide I wanna be with you, you know? Mm-hmm. It just seemed very real to me in a relationship to be like, we are going to get through these things and we're going to come out stronger. And to me, that seems to be that they're building that strength in that relationship together, which I, I love seeing. I, I, it was kind of upsetting to me to have that big blow up of, um, you know, dreams. Cause I was like, really? Like you're going to shoot out his dreams. I mean, they are, mm-hmm. he wants to mm-hmm. have a Christmas song. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I cannot. I let the man have his dream. Like, watch him write the next, like, Christmas Mariah Carey hit, you know? Which I have a funny Mimi meme that uh, <laughs> I refer to them as Mimi. Um, that I, like, <laughs> seen the thing where they're like, I will tell my kids this person is whatever meme that's been going around. Like, I want to do that with him and say, I will tell my kids that this is Mariah Carey singing the Christmas song. Like, because, like, he might have a gem. He might have something great there. Like, the cover is him with that hair and that red face, just like, hmm. all I want for Christmas. <laughs> but, like, I just, I just like seeing them in their real element. I just, that's what I just like. Please. Yeah. Have- that seemed that to me seems like a reality TV show of a of a partnership right there mm-hmm. versus like some of these couples that don't even want to be together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's encouraging to see that they can bounce back from when they do fight. Like when they fight, it's not really fair, and it's like a little immature. And like you can see where they both have a lot of growth that maybe could happen. 
Um, but the fact that they can come back and talk through it and resolve it and move on, exactly. that is their strength. It doesn't matter what you fight about. It, it matters how you move through it. And if you're able to um, not let that be the, the wall you're pushing up against as we've <laughs> used the analogy with other couples, you know, like they're just like, all right, there's a wall. Let's just go around it. We'll, you know, right. like, you know, they solve it together. Um the thing with the dreams, I was just laughing so hard because it's just like, look, Carl, pick your battles. I think this is just her feeling like he's kind of immature. And this is adding to the pile of like, he is just very uh, up in the clouds, you know, like I want to do all these things. And it's like, look, if he has those things, I think she sees it as a threat to like, he's going to choose these things over me and the family that we hope to create. And that's like very threatening. So it's like, oh, I'm going to be home with the babies while he's out hiking in Machu Picchu and like <laughs> writing his Christmas songs on the top of the pyramids. Like I can't. And imagining that it's like all or nothing where it's like her or the dreams. And look, if <laughs> that's, that's what dreams are. You fit them into your everyday world and life if they're that important. So it's his thing to figure out. He's not asking you to do them with him, but just like, I don't, I don't see the harm in just being like, okay, cool. And like, just leaving it at that. Yeah. Jingle bells in Machu Picchu. Da, 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 da. Oh boy. Bora, bora. <laughs> do it with him. Maybe I'd be, I'd be down for that. I got some, I got some bars. I got something that could work for that. No. Uh, I apologize in advance because I'm not going to be serious with this argument because I can't find it. Like it's ridiculous to me. Like really, <laughs> you're mad because he wants to, what, what do you say? He wants to like go to different countries and yeah. scuba or something like that. Yeah, or, like backpacking or something. Like let the man have his like. Come on now. Like what? What are we talking about? And she, she one of her scenes. She's like, you need to give up your dreams to be with me. I'm like, what? What are you like? And I know I do this a lot. I apologize in advance. But could you imagine if the tables were turned? And she wanted to backpack. And he's like, no, you need to give up your dreams to have babies with me. <laughs> Everybody would be losing their crap. We would have mass protests. It's like, why? I don't get why. Just let the man have his stuff. Like, he's probably not <laughs> even going to do half of these things. Let him have yeah, it. Yeah, but let him think about it. Let him, like, be no. a big thinker. That just seems to be part of his whole thing. Where... Yeah. I, I still think he's very immature. Like we kind of have this, like, it, it feels like he kind of behaves as this, the man that he like really is some of the time, but then we see him slipping into kind of like teenage version of Derek. And like, it kind of goes back and forth between those. And like that, that's where the whole man child thing is coming from. And it comes out in a lot of different places. And I could totally understand how frustrating that might be for her where she's like, we're married. This is an adult thing we're doing. Like we're, and then once you start thinking about all the man child moments that he's had, then you just think of more and more examples (laughs) like mac and cheese for dinner. Like we're talking, but then he does things like puts her on his health insurance, you know? So like there's redeeming qualities. It's not all bad. It's just um, kind of, I think she just needs to really have the patience to like, just let him have the space to grow up a little bit and, and acknowledge that she's doing some growing up too. Like she's not oh. handling everything super well and like being super oh, mature yeah. all the time. Either. Like, mm-hmm. In their argument, I 
ironically, I thought she was the childish one. Like she literally ran to the other room, closed the door and was yelling at him from the bathroom. Like you're the one being the crazy teenager right now. Like, and then is angry at him for not being a, it, when she was describing what she's looking for, it almost sounds like she wants Don Draper from, <laughs> um, from Mad Men, from Mad Men who will like go into work every day with a suit and tie and will occasionally drink martinis. And like, it just like, that's not how your average guy is going to be. I, that's just not, that's not how this works now. And I, I just, I don't know. She keeps on saying, I want someone secure. I want someone he's doing his stuff. He's, he has a secure job. He has, he's trying, he's putting in all the effort. He's taking you on date nights. Like I don't see what she's looking for that he hasn't done. Well, I think that like, she wants to marry someone who is like 10 years, her senior. Cause to me, it seems like she's almost like fast forwarding a little bit to be like, I'm looking to be secure now. I want to start my family now and not really just live in the moment and be also also youthful, which, hey, you don't have to only be in your mid-20s be youthful. Like, you can enjoy going to Machu Picchu when you're 55. Like, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I think in her mind, she's like, no, you're supposed to do that earlier. Like, this is totally a, not the time for that. Where he's like... Psh- I'm in my I'm in my mid twenties still. I'm gonna live my life, and yes, I want to have a family and grow with you. But that takes growing. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think, in, and I totally agree with your point, Agu. Like in that, he seemed more mature to me to be like, I want to live my life, and she's like, no. You know, and she seemed very childish in that, like not really seeing how you can. And I mean, Dr. Viviana pointed out to her, like that's ambition. That's you know living your life and that's not him just you know playing a role and and katie did acknowledge that maybe that wasn't the best way to handle his dreams because she's concerned she can't be as a marine cheerleader which i thought that was a really good thing to note Mm -hmm. as the partner you know to the person who wants to have all these dreams and both partners right have these dreams you want to support them and you want to be in their court in every possible way and it's really i think like honorable of her to be like listen I recognize in me this may be a problem so I want to own up to it now and handle it now it's like that is probably the best way to handle something like that as soon as you see it call it out and want to fix it before it gets too far Mm -hmm. so I thought that was awesome of her but it, it just seemed a little yeah I totally agree immature to be like that's not what you're supposed to do and almost like she wants to be 10 steps ahead of where she is right now Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think ironically, if she were with someone who was, you know, 10 years her senior, for example, that she would feel she might realize like, oh, I, I actually need someone who's a little bit more playful. Like, can you imagine how boring that would be to be in your like, you know, mid 20s and still kind of in that very, very young life stage? And then you're with someone who's like, all right, so we got to contribute to our Roth IRA this month to meet our contribution limit for 2020. And well, like, <laughs> to our IRAs. I don't understand. You calling us old? Is that what's going on right now? You calling us old? I'm saying those are things you start to think about when you really do like get into that older, you know, like you think about those things. And I mean, hopefully you're also having fun and enjoying your life. But I, I don't know. I don't know if she really understands what that all is. Yeah. It's like she wants to be further than she is. And it isn't acknowledging that she's also kind of in that stage with him too. 
Yeah, like she doesn't have her stuff together either. No, like, and that's okay. <laughs> so don't judge him for it and don't judge yeah. yourself for it. Maybe this is just projection that she's feels insecure that she's not further along, not like more, you know, in the adulting world. <laughs> and yeah. so when he does anything that, that seems immature, she's all over it because she doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't like that herself. True. Yeah. Ironically, they're like the most millennial couple on this show. Like, I think. I mean, they are the youngest, right? They are the youngest. Yeah. And like, we're, I think our generation, this is going to be a broad generalization, but I think our generation tends to be more, like we're kind of slower to hit the, the, the big milestones, right? Like I know my parents were married and had kids at my age, you know, and um, and like, they're just, we're just not hitting those milestones as quickly as the previous generation mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons, like school, we're going to school longer, student debt, all types of stuff. The economy is different. Um, but I think like in her head, she wants like she kind of mentioned it, the security. I think she wants someone who does all the boring stuff, quote unquote. Like if he was like, all right, we're going to budget today. Like she would be feeling it. She'd be like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Budgeting. Woo. And like, he's, he's not that type of person. Um, and I don't think like as a person who has plenty of uh, side projects and hustles and like, if I was him and she was like, okay, I get that you're working and that you already have a job and you already have all this other stuff and that your side hustles are taking or bringing in money, but you need to focus on me. I'd be like, no, like I, I can do both. Like, first of all, you're not I my can. mother. You're not going to sun me on this conversation. <laughs> like, like, I just, I don't like the way it feels like she's trying to school him or like make him grow up. I just, well, yeah, I, then you get like a weird parent-child dynamic. Yeah. And that's not good. And it's like, all right, like if you knew what you're talking about, maybe, but you don't either. Like it's just uh, all that being said, because they have that physical intimacy, yeah. I think that's helping smooth out a lot of stuff. Yeah, it it really sure. is. I think though also, because um, there has been, been couples in previous seasons, even like in super early seasons that had the physical intimacy, but nothing else. But I think for them, on top of that, they have this want to make this work. You know, him with the photo collage, oh my gosh, the cutest thing. That was really cute. (laughs) And like her talking about these things and recognizing their issues for her, like his maturity and being like, all right, let's keep talking about it. Let's not avoid the issue. Let's talk about it. I think like they are taking steps to actively be involved in this relationship. Mm -hmm. That helps, you know, and that's ultimately how they're growing with one another. And I think they're also keeping it in perspective, granted him a little too much with the whole, I'm not going to love you until six months thing. But I think they're, I think they're keeping in perspective that we are only one month in, we have so much to learn about each other. And even though, yes, we're married, there is still a dating element. We need to win each other over in this and put effort in. So I think they're, they're doing a lot of the right things to want. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So would you say that you think they're going to last? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I am now really happy with them again. <laughs> I'm so just excited to like, maybe that's probably not the right words to say, but I'm really just excited to 
see them be so real with one another. And that's just yeah. what I see. Like this is, yeah. yes, a reality TV show. I get that part. But at the end of the day, these are real people in real relationships going through real things. And they are taking that as is. And I just, I just love to see that. Yeah. 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 And you're totally right. Like they are the most relatable <laughs> uh, couple. I, I don't know if that's just, they're closer to age to us than the other couples or what, but it, it does when they fight, like when they were going over, like you, you quickly, well, I was watching this and I realized, Oh, this was a text message fight. Like they were texting each other. Like that's realistic as crap. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll t- show you. Like, oh, Oh, gotcha. Uh, enjoy the show. Um, so Agu, are you flipping? Do you, are you voting yes for them? No, I'm going to still say no. You're saying no again. Okay. I'm still saying no. And to be even more specific, no, because I think she is going to bring this up again. Mm. And um, yeah, so I, I think that is her the, the problem. And you're right. Maybe um, she needs someone who's like 10 years older, you know, it's got a little bit of gray in the beard or something. And like, maybe that's what she's looking for. Like, a, you know, yeah, like that's the situation. Yeah. Which, no judgment, you know. <laughs> Whatever works for you. I don't know. I don't know what that was considered, but I don't know what the nomenclature is for that. But whatever that is, nomenclature. I wanted to say sugar daddy, but that just seems nomenclature. Weird. No, it's nomenclature. just nomenclature. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm a, I'm still a yes for them. I yeah, I think they're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. So favorite couples. Yeah, favorite couples. Mabel, what do you think? Katie and Derek. Yeah. Yeah, they just put so much effort in the relationship and want to make it work. And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Please take work. Put the work in. <laughs> work, yeah. Agu? I think I picked them last time, actually, Katie and Derek. Yes, you did. But- While saying that you didn't think they would last. <laughs> oh, and Which I'm- you've done several times. Well, yeah, my previous favorite couple was <laughs> Brandon and Ta- uh, Mindy and Zach. And-, and Taylor and Brandon before them. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't pick them. I can't pick them at mm. all. Um, yeah, no, still them. Still them. Very relatable. Uh, when they are right, it's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I like their interaction when they are working well. It's so smooth. And and then when they fight, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like they know how to fight, which I appreciate. They're never, like, overly mean. They're never uh, vindictive. Like, they kind of just say their piece the other person reacts, but it just, I might eventually come over to saying yes to them because they're trying, they're putting in the work. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm still with Jessica and Austin. They've been very consistent. Hopefully they are having the serious conversations in private. We'll see, (laughs) but I guarantee that they will stay together through decision day. And even when we can, you know, creep on their social medias we'll see that they're still together now <laughs> like creep creep <laughs> never venturing out never going to take a chance see the world you yeah know? but i'm gonna win but you have no experiences is oh that way oh my god you know, <laughs> it's like staying in your small town and then like you know never hey, some world. people love it some it's, it's what works you gotta know what works what works for you mm-hmm 
Exactly. All right. Well, next week we'll be going over episodes 13 and 14. We are nearing the end of the season because we only have 17 episodes to go through. So this is like ramping up. I'm pretty sure from the previews, it was like when the couples all get together and go away for the weekend, um, something like that. So we actually see like everyone interacting as a group, which is always very helpful uh, to see what's going on. So, so look out for that one. Um, in the meantime, we are a cup of three podcast on Instagram. If you have questions or feedback, email us at cup of three podcast at gmail.com. Anything Did else? You mad? Did you mad? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, sliding those DMs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Bye.